It's the Lunch Break Hot Take starring Jose and Brad. We think it's going to win. I know, Brandon, you said you're a Lakers fan, so I know you're going for the Lakers. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll start it up. All right. What's going on, lunch breakers and takers? This is another episode of the Lunch Break Hot Take. I am Jose. And this is Bradney. And today we are going to discuss some NBA. We got two guests on. We got Coach Jay back. What's going on, Jay? All good, man. Healthy and, and well. Looking forward to the conversation. Great. Thanks for coming on. And today we got a, a new guest, the sports mistress, Brandy. What's going on, Brandy? Nothing much. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Oh, thank you for coming on. And since this is your first time on, can you just tell people a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, Brandy Marie, sports mistress. I worked in D.C. for some time on Radio One with a sports talk radio show called In the Skybox with my girl, Miss Morgan. And then I switched over to 66 Raw, which is a hip hop station. And I was the sports guru there. So sports, entertainment, and hip hop all mixed in together. And now I'm here joining you guys so we can talk about some NBA uh, topics and about those Lakers about to win this championship. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, so uh, let, let's start off, B. Let's talk about the the regular season what the nba decided to do for the remainder of the season uh yeah the board of governors voted almost unanimous portland portland held out uh but they're getting ready to restart the season in orlando uh it's looking like july 31st they're going to be bringing back 22 teams you know the teams that were already seated in the playoffs and then a few teams who have a, a opportunity to grab that eighth seed over the the, the course of the shortened regular season. The teams they invited who were not in the playoffs were the Blazers, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Spurs, the Suns, and from the East, the Wizards. So they're all going to play eight games. At the end of the season, if the eight seed, if anybody's within four games of the eight seed, they're going to have a little play-in for that number eight seed. And then they're just going to, you know, they're going to get the uh, regular playoffs going after that. All right. All right, so we'll we'll start. You know, we'll start with Brandy. What are your thoughts on it? Like, how do you feel about the whole setup? I mean, are you happy with you know just the last eight games and the play-in and then the regular playoffs, or did you want something different? I'm actually very happy that they did it this way. And then once the sixteen te- sixteen teams are formatted, then it goes back to the regular format that we're all used to. Hmm. Because I was hearing rumors and speculation of them doing something similar to an NCAA tournament type of deal and to me that just isn't going to fly especially with professional teams you know sometimes some teams are hot one night they're not the other and I just don't think that it's fair to do it that way so this style I feel is a little bit more practical and it actually gives everyone an opportunity to try their best to get in if they did if they you know they couldn't before right right okay coach what about you what do you think I'm excited man I'm, I'm just I know we got to be patient looking at you know, these standings, mm-hmm. a lot of things can change. You know, uh, talent's going to eventually win out. So, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at looking at these teams. I'm like, I think the talent on this short training camp or whatever they do for a month, I think eventually, man, the talent just going to win out from start to finish. 
Yeah. Not going to be too much. You know, they're going to have to have practice doing the games for the chemistry and stuff. Okay. Back. B, what are your thoughts? Um, you know, the, the, the playoffs being the regular format, I think, is a good thing. Um, as far as the, the end of the regular season, I was kind of hoping they would have gone with the, like the group stage and, yeah. you know, separated all the teams out into groups, let them play, and, and, and give everybody a shot to get in. Because, I mean, I don't like the idea of a play-in. You know, if a, if a team – you end the season and the team is three games ahead of you, why do you have to beat them again to get into the playoffs? Or, or you know, why does that team have to beat you again to get into the playoffs? Yeah. I don't – you know, because they're saying for the play-in, you know, the lower-seeded team would have to win two straight, and the team who's currently in eighth would have to win one. Uh, so I don't, I don't really like that. I mean, if, if you have a, a, even a minor injury to a team, you know, an important player on, a, on the eighth seed, that can knock them out of the playoffs with that with that little two game stretch. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm not a big fan of that. But otherwise, you know, like, like Hope said, I'm really really excited about the season coming back. And you know, like Brandy said, also, you know, once you get into the playoffs, yeah, I don't I don't think a NCAA tournament style would work at all. Yeah, you know, we all want to see those seven game series. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, I'm with B. I would I would have rather seen like a group stage just just for something different, you know. To try it out. I think this is if you're gonna try something uh, new, this is the time to try it. While we're trying to just salvage a season, you know, whether it works or it doesn't, I think fans will be content just to have some sports. So this would have been a good time to, to try something you know a little different. But you know, we'll take what we can get. Well, I'm curious to see you know how this plays out. Um, down the road, right? Because there's going to be some rippling effects. So we're starting the season back up in July. This is going to push potentially all the way to the end of October. So when does the season start up again? Is this going to be how it's going to go for for the season, you know, moving forward? Because if so, because now we're talking about your best basketball being played in the fall, right? Your playoff basketball, you know, the height of the sport is coming to an end in the fall time when football is starting up, right? Usually basketball starting in October is going to be ending in October. So how does that, what does that mean for ratings? What does that mean for um, just how they operate moving forward? What do you guys think? I mean, I think personally, I'm excited about it because I hate those months that there's no, there's MLB, but it's really not, right? you know, popping off. I like that time where, this time actually around where it looks like December, I'm looking at where it says opening, starting the NBA season, Um, which I thought that probably would happen because it would be more likely, but no one really watches early on, I feel like. So October, you have like the preseason, November is a little bit of preseason getting into the season. So I don't feel like people are really watching until December, especially those Christmas games where everybody's getting excited. So I feel like December is actually a perfect time because that's when most of the people get excited about the NBA. So we don't really have to even have a buildup for it. It'll happen. And then by the time we know it, All-Star is here. Then after All-Star, you know, guns blazing because everybody's ready to compete and get ready for the playoffs. So I think I think we'll we'll see a lot of, of fans excited about it and it, it probably will be great for the ratings yeah, because yeah. people have 
missed the NBA for so long and so much time. And now it's NBA, you have NFL, you have NCAA, hopefully let's cross our fingers going on as well, college football. So it's so much sports at one time. I think that the sports fans out there are just going to be super excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause usually um, the all-star break is in February. Yep. So now it'll be pushed back. You're looking at probably April, right? And then that'll push the playoffs back to around this time. So yeah, it gets rid of that dead period of sports. I know baseball fans hate hearing that because, you know, baseball's supposed to be going on, but it is what it is, you know? And that's um, it. It's just baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I, you get ready for NFL training camp, then that, that gets a little bit exciting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think um, you get rid of this dead time and just more to look forward to, you know? Yeah, Coach, what do you think? Man, just looking at this, looking at these standings, we know it's all about money, and I'm glad they did it. I'm glad they chose to bring those font, those last three and four teams that were outside the eighth mm-hmm. seed in the West because Zion Williams. I think they did that for him. Oh, for sure. If they sure. were in the standings like Phoenix, I don't think they do the, the four teams coming up. Mm. Uh, and, you know, the Spurs, they have like a 24, 25-year run of being in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. I don't think they want to let go out like that. But with them starting the season back in De- on December 1st, I think that benefits a team like, I hate to say this, but Golden State and Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. In Brooklyn, you know, yeah. they would have gone through their, their process. And all the teams that are playing now who will be playing, unless you're a young team, you're going to hit some bumps. That's a lot of – I mean, yes, we've had about three and a half months of rest, but I think it's going to hit It's going to hit them. Yeah. I mean, on the back end, I think it's a conspiracy for Golden State. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was one concern because, you know, I'm a Lakers fan myself. All right. The one concern I really had with the Lakers was, you know, them kind of wearing down towards the end of the season and in the playoffs. And now, you know – You've had this break for a few months. Everybody's got their fresh legs. They're, you know, they're ready to go. I, I really don't see anybody stopping LeBron and, and, and AD when no. they come back. No. Yeah, we said that on the last episode. Well, I said on the last episode. I think um, even though the big three in Miami, you know, that was a, that was a great team. And obviously, you know, Bosch and Wade, you know, were, were great. I think AD is probably the most talented player that LeBron's had in his career yeah. yeah i mean that big three uh, i thought it was like a big two i don't really recall chris <laughs> Buck <going> up. <laughs> i mean if he was really a big three kind of guy he would have taken toronto a little bit further yeah yeah i mean he was he may not have been on that level but i mean he was really good and and he had to switch positions right like go from a power forward to more of a center position and he did it really really well he, he gave them what they needed you know so i give him a lot of credit for that but in terms of this talent, you know, Wade was obviously, you know, a great player, but you had a slightly older Wade by the time he got there. Um, but AD is in his prime, man. And I don't think he's he's ever had somebody like this to, to play with. And I, yeah, I, I think this is their time. And the bench as well. The bench does, you're starting to see yeah. Kuzma, you know, I've always liked Kuzma. I, he just had he's he's hot sometimes. He's when he's cold, he's all the way cold. Yeah. And yeah. I also think he's not getting a lot of PT. So if he gets that more, he gets more minutes and more playing time. We can see more from him. But 
I just think that the bench does a great job as well because once AD and LeBron have that connection together, it just ignites the entire team. And they have this chemistry that we as Lakers fans haven't seen in a long time when it comes to our roster and our team. Right. And you put Dwight Howard in there. He is on a mission to prove something, not only to himself, but to the yep. Lakers organization and to the fans out there. So I think that just with that chemistry alone and everyone has their, their goals and their drive and their passion for the organization and just getting back out there, I think that the Lakers do have the advantage. Yeah. And it seems like they've been linking up during oh, yeah. Corona yeah. and, you know, and getting some, some workouts in. Yeah, they they say LeBron has been uh pulling them to some clandestine locations and uh getting some workouts in. So yeah, they're they're ready. I know they're ready. Now the question is the Bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm about to say now now in the East, who's coming out the East? That's uh that's a tough one. We you know, we discussed that a little bit last last week too. Coach thinks that the that the I'm Celtics can give them a, a run for the money. I'm gonna stay with him. I was, yeah, I was gonna say that. Oh, I hate to say I'm that. I'm not too. a Celtics fan. <laughs> I'm a Sixers fan. I mean, I'm still gonna stand by. I mean, looking at the Sixers, there, the six seed tie for fifth and sixth can go either way. If Embiid come back healthy and and Simmons come back somewhat, if he can contribute, man, mm-hmm. in a situation like this, man, even they could probably win it. But let's say they not, they don't do what they're supposed to do. I think Boston could do something because they, I mean. Kimba's from New York, and you talking about something like this? Kimba's a beast. Brown. Yeah. I mean, I just think they got a lot of people, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who would want to see a Lakers and the Celtics championship? Jeez, I mean, that <laughs> yeah. would be phenomenal. That would, yeah, that, that, that would that, be huge. The ratings would be insane for the NBA. That that would be huge. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, when you look at the Celtics, man, like, yes, you look at them on paper, they have everything, but in the playoffs, it seems like something's missing. I don't know. Now, I think Kemba is going to work out a lot better for them than Kyrie will. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, look, obviously I'm rooting for Kyrie. He's on my team now. But I think Kemba is a much better fit. And everybody seems healthy now. So, yeah, it could be. we got to wait and see, though. It's one of those things where I, I have to see it. I have to see it play out. I, I can tell you what the Celtics are missing. You know, you say it seems like they're missing something. And the thing that they're missing is a player better than Kemba Walker. Like, they've got Kemba, mm. they got Tatum, they got Jalen Brown. That's a great core. You know, all of them are really good players. Kemba's, like I said on the last show, Kemba's been a killer since college. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you get him in a series against Giannis, you get him in a series against LeBron or, or Kawhi. Are you, who's picking Kemba? Who's picking the team that's led by Kemba to win that series? That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be it. But like I said, we haven't really seen the Celtics completely healthy. I think that's part of it too. But yeah, I mean, you don't have somebody that's on that level of Giannis or Kawhi, you know, and really that's, that's what it comes down to in the end. So can they overcome that? We'll see. Forwards. I yeah. mean – yeah. Going to the game, so I went to the last Celtics game where they played uh, the Thunder. Mm-hmm. And at the la- I would say the last three minutes, like, the Thunder just went off. It just – they schooled them, you know? Yeah. And I yeah. just think it's beca- – and it was – there were turnovers and bad possessions and stupid timeouts right. that were being taken. Mm-hmm. And it, it's textbook things that they're going to have to get together because you can't win a seven-game series making silly mistakes such as that. Right. Yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. Uh, 
what do you want to move on to next? Uh, you know, there before the season shut down, there was a lot of talk about the the league making adjustments to the schedule, getting rid of a few games. There was talk about adding an in-season tournament. So I, I think we can go around and get everybody's opinion on that. Me personally, I, I think that when you have an 82-game schedule, you have to do things to break up the monotony. So I'm all for an in-season tournament. It'll, it'll give you like natural highs and lows during the year. You know, the, the, everybody can get up for an in-season tournament. Everybody gets up for the all-star game. And then you have the, the run to the playoffs, right? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, if you're, if you're not just going to cut down dramatically on the, on the number of games. Yeah. Um, which, you know, they're not going to do because of the money. But I'm, I'm all for them coming with an in-season tournament with draft and, and uh, financial rewards along with it. What do you guys think? I mean, hey, we've been so accustomed to the same thing year in, year out. And, you know, seeing how, you know, the word tanking is starting to come into play sometimes. You know, you could say it started by yours truly, Sixers, but, you know, the I'm all for it. Process. Yeah, the process. <laughs> you know, I'm all for it because uh, there is some bad basketball going on. Yeah. Outside of the 16 teams we're talking about right now, 7, right. 18 teams we're talking about. So, I mean, I, th- I think something like that's probably needed, especially with incentives because, I mean, When's the last? I mean, the Cleveland's gonna be terrible. The Knicks are done. Uh, yeah. Phoenix. <laughs> I was pretty emphatic. <laughs> Just no chance for the Knicks, huh? No, for the Knicks, none. I mean, and that goes beyond the players. That's that's an organizational thing with them. Minnesota's garbage. It's bad. So <laughs> like, are you a, are you an NBA fan or what, what's going on? I'm looking at these records and I'm just like, come on, man, y'all are pros getting millions of dollars. You should not be 19 and 45. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, well, go, go ahead, Brandon. What, what do you think? What, what, how do you feel about a, a in-game tournament or in-game I, would, I mean, I would like it. However, it's going to have to do with the structure. Same with the All-Star game. I think that we've seen – I think this year's all-star game was probably one of the best concepts. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I liked it. And I hope they continue with it. So for me, I'm for it just as long as the concept is going to be competitive and realistic. Yeah. I think that like the, it's just, I don't want it to be another pro bowl. I don't want it to be (laughs) NBA's version of the pro bowl. That's what I don't want. So if that's what they're going to do, then I, I, I'm, I'm out for it. But if it's going to be competition incentives, incentives that players are really going to want to play for, then I'm down for it. But we're going to have to make it a real competition. Yeah, I think you said it there. The the incentives is what's going to matter, right? If if there's something that's at stake that's going to make them play for it, we'll see something uh, pretty pretty special there. Because I I can see um, uh, monetary incentives, I think, will go a long way. Right. So let's say, you know, the winner of this tournament, you know, that team, that that whole team gets like a million dollar bonus or something like that. Right. Yeah. For the superstars, it may not seem like that much like, OK, whatever, I'm, I'm making 50 million this year or whatever. But, you know, some of those other players that haven't hit that contract yet, you know, that's just, that's a lot of money. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of money. So it doesn't matter where they're at in standings. You know, when it comes time for that tournament, they know, hey, this could be a huge payday for me. and also. You know, for players that are looking for that next contract, it's a it's a way for them to step up and kind of showcase a little bit 
in season to get more people look at them yep. playing some serious, you know, some serious games. So I like it. I like the idea as long, like you said, as long as, as you know, there's, there's something at stake for them. Yeah. And it's just not me just watching something and being bored. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's more exciting for us. It's more exciting for us because how many games do we actually watch in a season? I mean, I watch a lot, quite a bit yeah. more than the average fan, but, and that's why I said, you know, segueing back to what we were talking about earlier, December is a great time to start because that is generally when people start watching. And that's kind of like just the beginning. Right. I think most people start watching once the all-star games happen and then after post all-star because they know that those top teams are really being competitive because they know playoffs is at stake and that seed is at stake so yeah 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 I, I know I thought I watched a lot of basketball but um when I really look at it have you ever played fantasy basketball yes yes I, I have it's ridiculous it's <laughs> I, 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 ha- I, I have played it I never did again <laughs> yeah I, I, I tapped out on that pretty quick <laughs> Yeah, that's that's probably the most I watched basketball, or I at least kept up with it to know who's playing when, because you have to set your lineup. It seems like like every half a day because you can't if you set your lineup right. The way fancy uh, basketball works, you know, you can set your lineup for the whole week. They understand that you know games are going on every day, and you don't have time to go on there every day to check it. So you can set your lineup for the week. But if you do that, you're gonna lose because you don't know who's gonna be playing that night. You know, you you don't know how many minutes they're gonna get. So you constantly you have to you have to watch. You have to pay attention to the sport to play fantasy basketball. Yeah, especially when they're resting players. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 I did. I did. A, I did it one year. One year, and yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, you know, with the December start, because you know, you remember, you know, when you think about it, the whole mm-hmm. month of November is basically like conference. Yeah championship games and bowl games start and then the whole month of December is like bowl games leading up to the major bowl games. So unless Christmas, like Brandy said, we ain't really watching no, no NBA basketball. And then those are when all the out of out of conference, uh, NCAA basketball games going on too. So yeah. December start would be good. Yeah. All right. B is there anything else you wanted to cover or? No, no, nothing on the top of my head. You know, like, like you guys were saying earlier, I'm I'm really excited about the the season moving back because you hit, you know, after football ends, and and you know the the, the NBA, you know they, they they get into the playoffs, but once that's over with, there's really nothing at all happening. And I mean, I'm not going to apologize to baseball fans like it's baseball, <laughs> no, no, and, and so it's it's a really just dead period, and. You know, if, if they can shift that calendar and, you know, now that we're, now we're talking about it, and it's about to happen. It seems like such common sense. Like, how did this not happen before to cover the entire year? You know, so yeah, that, that's the one thing that I'm really looking forward to out of all of this. Well, I think it was opportunity. I, th- I think it's opportunity mm-hmm. before. I think it's something that they knew, you know, they could they could play around with because, I mean, it's, it's I think it's going to get NBA more ratings altogether because like you said there's that dead time in sports where nobody's really paying attention to anything and you know so it took something like this for them to say okay we can push the season back now because i think moving forward everybody's going to be watching it. like they're going to see an uptick in ratings you know merchandise sales all that stuff so i think it's going to stay this way but all right okay so just to just to close it out i think uh got one question well i guess two questions 
you can go around and just give your prediction on the teams in the finals, you know, how, how that plays out and who's going to win a uh, league MVP this year. Oh, okay. Okay. Brandy, go ahead. Well, for finals, um, you want to do eat like Eastern conference, Western conference, and then finals or just finals. Uh, I was thinking finals. just finals, but you yeah. can do whatever you no, want to do. No, that's fine. For finals, I have um, the Bucks and the Lakers. Lakers winning out. Um, and uh, I have LeBron, of course, as MVP. Okay. What about the league MVP for the oh, season? league MVP? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. I, I don't know. I have – I got um, I got a question mark with that one. I'm going to have to see how some of these guys come back. Okay. Okay. So, because right. I, I follow LeBron on Instagram, so I'm a little bit biased, but I like to see how some of the other guys come back and yeah. execute. So, okay. all right, all right. What about you, Coach? What do you think? And I'm going with, I think, I think the Lakers will make it to the final from the Western Conference, and then I'm just going to keep my dark horse out there, man. I, somehow, some way, I think Boston will still make it. Boston, the, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say the Sixers. I, <laughs> I think the Lakers will win it uh-huh. uh, in, the, in this pandemic season and i i hope lebron james wins the mvp i felt like he'd have won it last year had he not got hurt and yeah and yeah. Times don't deserve it for two years in a row so i'm going with lebron mvp okay um yeah i think it's gonna be the lakers and the bucks yeah i think it'll be the lakers and the bucks lakers will win it lebron's the finals mvp and yeah i i'm with you, with you coach i think lebron will be the the league mvp i think he knows it too i think you know he he was very vocal about um letting the season play out because he was having a great year and i think he knows it like this is my year you know he he did everything during the regular season um uh, i think he knows he having somebody like ad with you know he he knew he he knew like he can't pass it on this year it's, it's too big of an opportunity so league mvp finals mvp lebron james okay uh i'm i'm obviously i'm taking the lakers out of the west uh in the east i i really don't see boston as a, a big enough threat to milwaukee so i'm i'm going to take milwaukee in the finals as well i'm taking the lakers in five i think lebron wins finals mvp league mvp i mean i i feel like for most of the season, you know, it was, it was Giannis, right. And, you know, he had the momentum and he was going to, he was going to win MVP. And then maybe with like a, you know, a month or so to go before everything shut down, you really started hearing a lot of people talk about, oh, you know, maybe it's LeBron, maybe it's LeBron. You know, LeBron's going to win MVP again. Uh, I think gun to my head, I would have to say, because of the, the the first part of the season, I, I really think it's going to be forgotten. I think it's going to be LeBron. I think people are going to be so laser focused in on what happens from July 31st on, and you know the the if if I'm right about the Lakers running, you know running through the the, the playoffs and, and winning the title, I think it's going to LeBron. All right, all right. So we're gonna have to wrap this up soon. But uh, real quick, uh, Brandy, is, is there uh, any information you want to get out there to the to listeners where, where they can find you? Sure. I'm on Instagram at the sports mistress, M-I-S-S-T-R-E-S-S. Facebook, same thing. You can like my page on Facebook, the sports mistress. All right. And you can find coach right here. So thank you guys for coming on. And Brandy, we would love to have you back on again, especially okay. when uh, 
uh, football season starts up. We know you're you're a Ravens fan. So yes, I am. Yep. Ravens and <laughs> yes, Ravens and, and, and Panthers podcast. So definitely gonna have not so back. much Panthers these days. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that too. But all right, guys, thanks for coming on. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Lunch breakers and takers. If you like what you hear, you can go to anchor.fm slash lbht slash support and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. You can also support by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.lbhtshow.com. And make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LBHT Show. And thanks for spending your lunch break with us. We'll see you next time. 